Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, and we're going to be talking about super value, buying a new super fund, and buying uh, a commercial property vacant or tenanted. Yes. What's the difference? Yes. What's best? And ask us, Superman, for value, for super value. Mr. Novak. It's a hot topic. You know, it's a hot topic the last couple of weeks dealing with a lot of purchases in commercial, particularly lately, is what we're talking about today. Um, and the the appetite for vacant and the appetite for tenanted commercial properties. Um, first of all, guys, let's talk about uh, Michael. When we say commercial property, what do we mean by that? So commercial property is referring to like a retail shop, an office suite, uh, a factory. Basically, easiest way to think about it, a property that you can't live in. So a lot of people, residential is generally the most talked about topic. There's a lot more agents doing it. There's more transactions. It's a lot more publicized. Um, but commercial is just a whole nother beast and great opportunities uh, for investment. So that's the difference. Okay. Now, what's um, a vacant property? Nobody, no tenants want it. Is this true? No buyers want it. Yes. So, if you if you were to ask me, what would I buy? What uh, between a vacant property or a or a tenant and property for the best value, the best potential growth? Um, I would say vacant. Now. Obvious, and the reason is more people want tenanted property. So there's a lot more competition. It drives the price up. But I understand there's a lot of factors that will, there's a couple key factors that prevent people from looking at a vacant property. And a lot of the time you would think it's about the, the no income, the money, because a lot of people have the mindset of a residential purchase where you're borrowing 90, 80% of the of the property value. So it's yep. very important to have rental income come in straight away um, because you've got to pay for, the, pay for the loan. It is the case, but it isn't the case in commercial property, that reason. Because a lot of people, Mark, they're buying it in their super fund with all cash and they've generally got a larger deposit. So it's not necessarily about the repaying, the, making the repayments, but it's more about the unknown. And a lot of people have confidence when your apartment, your residential apartment comes vacant, you know it's gonna get rented in three, like straight away, one day, seven days, 14 days. But with commercial property, it could be empty for three months, six months, nine months. And a lot of first time commercial buyers don't under necessarily understand that sort of market. So they prefer a lower risk, a safer option, which is totally understandable, but you are paying a lot more for it. To give an example, and let's say, let's take an empty shop, 60 square meters, you can have a cafe in it. Let's say yep. if it's vacant, you could buy that for say 300,000. With the okay, so these, are, these are these are real numbers, yes. Yeah? So let's yeah, real let's, numbers. Let's let's look at something that we've got. Just imagine okay. something we've got at the yeah. moment. Let me bring yeah. So let's uh, shop in Eleanor. Let's just say yeah. Oh, not that one, but yeah, three hundred thousand vacant, empty. Yeah. If there was a tenant in place paying the market rent, that 
sold as a tenanted investment on a lease, you could see that sell for 450,000. So it's almost 150,000. And that could be in the same no. market. You could give me, yeah, you could give me two exact shops, same selling at the same time. The vacant one would be 300,000 and the tenanted one would be 450,000. No. So yes. you're saying you're saying that but that tenant's not going to be there for 10 or 20 or 30 years. That tenant potentially only has a 3-year lease and someone's willing to pay that much more. I know, and that's where it comes a big part of educating people where you're exactly right. The, the lease could be only three years. So in three years, you've got to find a new tenant. So there is big opportunity to buy it empty, especially if you can afford it. A lot of people, like you said, Mark, um, we were thinking earlier, people buying with their super. Um, so they, they, they actually won't have repayments back to the bank. So they physically can buy it empty, but it's just that uncertainty and they rather pay a premium. So I thought that's a big part of where I'm stepping by through to do so. So let's, let me do the maths though, Michael, the, the tenanted property, how much is that tenanted property for 300 K now it's 450 K um, for the same property. Yep. One cause it's tenanted one cause it's vacant. How much yes. rent is that property actually getting? Okay. So let me 450. What's that? Twenty nine thousand. So it'd be about a six percent return. So four hundred and fifty thousand times zero point eighteen grand a year. Twenty thirty grand a year. Let's say that thirty thousand dollars a year. It's ten percent return. No, not at. Oh, you're doing it. You're doing it on the four fifty. Ah, uh, yes. okay. Yeah. So the, okay, the example three hundred thousand purchase would rent for thirty thousand. You buy it empty, so you got to find that tenant. You'll get that's the return, but buying it with the, someone already found the tenant, you're going to pay four hundred fifty thousand. So that's it's actually if we do the maths on that, ladies and gentlemen, um, you you could if you can get that puppy rented and you bought it vacant, you're almost going to get a ten percent return on your money potentially. If yes. but maybe if but maybe if but maybe that's the risk. Yeah. If once a tenant's been bettered down. You're, you're only getting a 6% return on your money. Yeah, it's a good return it's, it's on your crazy. Money. It is. Okay, so for that same rent. So that's a difference of 150K. Now let's talk, let's go back to that rent. That rent's 30K. Isn't it worth even just buying a vacant property and renting it for half the price you're actually going to get anyway? Wouldn't you still be ahead? Because you're not paying 150K more. Yeah, 100%. And that's where... A lot of purchasers, they may not understand um, the, the, that sort of numbers behind it, but you're 100% right. And that's why I explain to people, and there's a lot where we're, we're quite active in the area. So I've got a lot of comparables where it's like, look at this shop empty or office, that's what it was. And then look at this one I sold tenanted. But people with commercial property, the security buyers value that so much more. And I, I see them paying more for property which necessarily don't make sense on the number side of things because you're buying it tenanted you could have it empty for three years and you're still better off because i say to people they go what happens if it's empty for a long time i go the additional you're paying for your comfort of buying it tenanted it could take four years to find a tenant and you're still going to be better off 
Wow. Now, there's probably yeah. an artificial bump or high on that because if you're buying with your superannuation, superannuation, it's mandatory the property's rented. Yep. So I was just reading so the comment there. Say it again. Well, super superannuation property, it's mandatory that the property is rented. Oh, so, so, yeah. So that's... Yep. That's artificially jacking up the prices for investment properties because there's it a lot is. of super, there's a lot of superannuation money out there. Huge, and that's their biggest thing. The banks want it tenanted and they want a lease longer than two and a half, three years. So it's really jacking up the prices of those assets um, because the the and then I get to the buyers, they get it, they're like, yeah, but my bank won't lend me the money on a vacant property. So I've got to pay over and above. Well, not over and above because when if I said to you, Mark, you're buying an asset at 6.5% return, you're like, that is great. You don't look much yeah. further past it. But when I say if it was vacant, it'll be this and tenancy job, well, I'll buy it vacant. But a lot of buyers, they're just looking through that the aspect that the bank will lend and that's fine. Like um, Lesio's made a great comment here. Thanks for watching. Catherine's on, Lee. Lee's, Lee, you're very active in the commercial. Hope this helps. Um, Lisa said, "Is the where is the best site or best way to verify market rental value?" Great question. And then he's asked, "Is the rental related to the actual value of the property? I can buy an empty property, set up a cafe, make my own lease, and sell it." Yes, and I've got clients that do that. That is a huge window. Yeah, that's a window that you tell people and they think you're a bit weird when you tell them, um, can yeah. you explain that? So they want to sell their property, they're going to retire and you yeah. say... Yeah, so basically the worst thing, say you're an owner-operator, owner you've run the cafe for 15 years and you're just going to retire. The worst thing to do is, let's say you've got four years left, you're, you're going to retire at 65, is to work and operate up until then and then close the business and then sell the property all at the same time. Where I advise my clients, where you've got to be thinking three, four years ahead, what you should do, let's take that same shop, 60 square meters, they've got the cafe up and running. What they do is they put a lease in place at market rent. And let's go, it, it is, it, there's not a lot of data out there, so it can be quite confusing unless you're in the know. Um, so well, best advice yeah, is- That's a really contact. good, before you bring up that, can I just pause for a sec? That's a really good point because we, we're like, yeah, 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 this is the way you should do it. But we are like right at the coalface. We know all the rentals, all the sales, all the back streets, all the tenants, all the landlords. Yep. But if you're coming in cold, you don't have that knowledge. So we're no. giving our advice from a high knowledge base yes. to consume commercial property. People are actually the reality people don't have that knowledge base and that's another reason they seek that comfort of the tenant yeah and it's very hard to get it it's not like realestate.com residential where you can jump on and see what everything's sold or rented for a lot of it's all it, private um it's like so it's I, like getting asking for an atlas and um and get asking for the world and get, getting delivered an atlas do you know yeah. what i mean it doesn't mean you're there but sorry back to alessio's example Yes. So with, with that owner occupier, I say to them, let's do a lease for the last four years, four year lease, four year option. We 
we'll put it at market rent. You may, because everything's on a yield, an extra thousand, 10,000 in rent could be 100,000 on the sale price, but yeah. it's always within reason. So let's say, for example, let's say the, the rates were, the yearly rent was between 29 to 32,000 a year, we'll put it at 32,000 a year, but you don't want to put it at 40,000 because an investor will then go, well, look at it and go, the rent's too high. So for, yeah, four years before you want to retire, you do a lease, four-year lease at 30,000, and then you sell the shop with the four-year lease remaining. Instead of selling it for 300, you sell it for 450. Yes, you're paying rent. Let's say um, uh, you're paying another four years of rent at 30,000, which is 120,000. You're still $30,000 better off then you would but then you've also got the opportunity to sell the business within that time frame as well that is the best example because you can't sell the business if you've got no lease so then when it comes to retirement ah, time good, good example yeah you've got the ability so that's where i look to doing that that's those it works out depending on the scale of the lease and where you can bump it up i know on that example it was only thirty thousand dollars greater and then you've got selling costs and all the other costs, but that's, there's, you shape it so it makes sense. Some, on some cases, it won't make sense to do it this way, but a lot of the cases, an owner can be 10, 50, 100 grand better off to think of this four years ahead and structure the deal, especially if you make 50 grand yeah. addition, plus you can sell the business now because yeah. you can't, I get a lot of owners where they come to the end, they want to retire, and they go, well, I want to sell the shop, but you got no lease. And then they want to sell the business. You can't sell the shop at the tenanted investment rate without a lease. And you don't have a lease if you want to retire without a new business owner coming in. So you've really right. got to be thinking four years ahead here. I've got a few so comments. Let me have if, a... If anyone's, just, if anyone's just cut in, what we're talking about is do you buy a tenanted property and do you buy a vacant property the value difference because they are two different prices for the same property believe it or not yeah um yeah two different things and then a good example that, that michael um i like that example that you just brought up michael if you're choosing to dispose of your business and your property dispose of your property three or four years before you dispose of your business um yes. because the value is there uh, and if, you've got to have an extreme foresight to do that because normally there's guys that are retiring or selling out of their businesses. They just ha It's an impulse from one, one year to the next and bang, they're for sale. So you've got to have that foresight of, of, a, of you know, three to five years looking ahead of what we're retiring, I guess. Definitely. Michael Ledwards has said tenanted, tenants have the probability for the fit out tenanted property rather than a raw site, hence the extra, plus you were getting the income from day one. The income from day one is a big thing. I don't value as much the fit out, and that's probably because on so many occasions, the rental market is not as strong. So an owner isn't as picky as the incoming tenant. And the amount of times I've had a, a fit out being ripped out because the new tenant is not in that industry. Um, so I always advise tenants and owners the fit out cost, you need to have a long enough lease to make money, to pay off that fit out and make money because 
we, as an agent, we don't generally advise to put too much value on that fit out because I've had people do $100,000 fit outs for food and the next tenant is a retail tenant. It all gets ripped out. So there's, you've got to be very careful what you value on that. Um, also, Michael Edwards, do you know what are the vacancy rates on residential v commercial on the beaches? I was in Newport yesterday. Every second shop is empty. Smart to be honest, question. Smart question. question. To be honest, no one really knows. No one tracks that data on the northern beaches. Um, in a lot, of, mainly, everyone, everyone buries that data. Yeah, it's there's no real true count, like not like in the city where you've got the big companies tracking that. But so the best I'll, way I'll, is I would to, say re residential. We've hit. We've gone from about two percent to probably about four percent. Um, so residential's pretty good. Um, commercial, um, I reckon you could be sitting as high as. Oh, actually, well, there's how many commercial properties on the northern beaches? I'll have to have a check on RP data. It could be say ten thousand. Yep. And there's seven hundred and fifty well, police. How many? Well, let's just look at Brookie. Brookie's got Brookie's just, got sixteen hundred commercial properties. Brookie's got sixteen hundred. And if yep. we go on real commercial, commercial, there's a lot of double ups in there. Yeah, but if we go on if we yeah. go on real commercial, I reckon you're sitting probably at about. Let's have a look. Hang on, I almost got it before you get. 100 to 150. I reckon commercial is more like 10 to 12 percent. Yeah, 100 percent. 100 percent. The best you way guess? I advise clients is, especially if you're looking at a building, because I get asked it a lot. The only way to know is go to the building and see how many four lease signs you see. Oh shit! Well, sorry. But, you know, oh no, that's surrounding suburbs. Just make sure you have surrounding, yeah. But yeah. Um, don't forget, guys, that um, I think it's very, very with with commercial property, your yield is often twice as much as your res, as your residential. It's yes. nuts. Do you know what I mean? So it's really, really high. Um, Much is it? It's four hundred and eighty. So that's the more like. And I think there's a lot of double ups and triple ups there because often you're often what commercial agents do is they they chop a property up a couple of times. So if it's a warehouse, they'll chop it into three pieces. And often um, agents they'll use they'll use two or three agents. So what yeah. do you reckon that number is going to be? I reckon it says 13%, 14%, but all the double ups, I reckon it's probably 10%. I reckon 10% is a good one. Residential, I know in DY is about 1.5%. So there's a big difference in vacancy. And that is why people are willing to pay a lot extra, not a lot extra, pay, well, it is extra for a property with a tenant, with a fit out than vacant because of that. Now, got a You're saying it's 50%? Questions. No, no, 10%. No, you're paying fifty percent more for a. Uh, you're paying three hundred k for the same property that's vacant, and yeah. then if it's tenant, if it's tenanted, now you're paying four hundred and fifty k. That's that's an extra. You're paying yeah, an extra fifty percent yep. rate. That's the extreme example, but I have those yeah. examples where it is. So it can. So I reckon yes, you can save up to. So when people look at the capital growth and that, there's just huge value in buying it vacant. Like as Lesko says, you buy it vacant. You put your own fit out in there, build a business, you can sell the business and then sell the property again, or just refinance it at that rate because the banks will then value it on a cap rate. So as long as the lease is longer than three years, they will look at the income 
rather than the, the per square meter rate. So wow. the per square meter rate for an empty shop could be 6,000. Um, let's say in this example, it's 5,000. So 5,000 yeah. times 60 is 300,000. That's how they'll value. And, but then when you've got a tenant in place at 30,000, they will value it at 6% uh, yield, let's say, or 6.5, which is 30,000 divided by 0 0.06, which is your 500,000. It's actually, um, that's an, uh, I'll do 30,000 net. Tenant pays the outgoings divided by 0 0.65 is 460. It's actually more. And sometimes they sell at 6% yield, which is 500. So it can be even more than a 50% buffer. So that's where there are a lot of opportunities. Now, what Lesio says with a um, just doing it yourself, if you've got that ability, then yes, if that's your field. But a lot of investors, they don't, they don't have cafe experience. And sometimes by trying to make that extra 100 grand, you'll cost yourself a lot more. Because as he said, the fit out can be 100 grand. So you don't want to Nuts. build a business. So I, I yeah, but that's where so that's a wrap. That's a wrap. So, what the, so what's the takeouts? The takeouts are ladies and gentlemen, if you are buying a commercial property that's vacant, now we should add that if you're buying a residential property, it doesn't really matter whether it's vacant at all. Yes, that, that's, that doesn't change your price. But when you're buying a commercial property, it does. It actually does swing the price as much as 50%. As an example, we've given today, 300K to 450K. The uh, uh, the takeouts are... Now, we have something. another takeout I'd just like to add in the end is um, use your logic, guys. It's, yes. it's as simple as you look at that property and you go, no, nah, this stinks. Uh, or, yep. or this... This is vacant, but it feels really good. Or this is tenanted. Who is the tenant? How long have they been here for? And is this is this just some is this an artificially high rent? Yeah, you've got to because use some and, people and have what? got that and they bump up the yeah. rent, so they will rent it yeah. for thirty five thousand a year, trying to sell it for six hundred fifty thousand rather yes. than the value. So, great advice there, Mark. Sniff it out. You can always, you know, what a commercial, uh, really savvy commercial buyers do, Mark. No, they but I know will, you're going to tell us. Yeah, they will get, employ a valuer to go value it on the rental rate ah. prior to buying it. Oh, when okay. You, so you'll get a rental rate for a for a commercial property. You will get a rental rate and a sales rate given to you. That's that's a bit yes. different with, with residential. Very. Because when you look at that, you could potentially be paying a hundred grand or a hundred and fifty thousand dollars more than what you should be it's yeah. worth investing a, a 500 bucks a thousand get a valuer but also mm, um to, to to buy a property that you could increase the value a hundred grand or one hundred fifty thousand. do don't you think it's worth paying 500 bucks to get a valuer to confirm this as well agree that's a take Invest. that's a take where would you find this there. information if it wasn't for us giving it out? Jesus Christ. Exactly. We're making the world a better place. We are. So we're happy to help. You can call us anytime for any further details. Lesio, if you need, if you want to brainstorm ideas, happy to go through them. So you know where the, wait, quick tip, the best investments to look at are not the tenanted, not the vacant, the ones with only a short lease left. Because 
I'm talking three months, six or 12 months, because the people who are looking for investments won't look at it. And potentially the people looking for vacant will miss it because they assume it may have a longer lease. So there's a great window there that you can find that you're buying it at vacant prices while you're looking for a new tenant and you still got a little bit of holding income. It's the black duck. Yeah. It's the poor awesome. old black duck. Thanks, man. Thank you, everyone. Open help. Thanks, everyone. Have Bye. a great day. Thanks, Michael. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.